BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, hour three, Carver High, as we dive back into tonight's action in the show around the majors. Yes, we have a lot to do. Let's go. Arizona and the guards again tonight in Cleveland. Zach Gallen and Tristan McKenzie are your starters. Minus 138 for Cleveland. This total, seven and a half. Uh, so uh, I'm on uh, Cleveland in this one. I don't have a... A tremendous amount of, uh, in terms of uh, faith in it, to be honest with you. But I got to get this game again. I'm having problems here. So I know I bet on Cleveland in the game. I had them uh, really low. I just wanted to see in terms of McKenzie and and Gallon. I like the under in this game because I think both of them are, you know, just three runs a game, four runs max. I think it's going to be low scoring. I'll take Cleveland. The Tigers are in Minnesota again tonight against the Twins. Archer and Manning are the starters. Minus 188 for Minnesota. This total is at nine. I'm going to go under again. I I think that Manning's been great, a 2-2 ERA. And believe it or not, Archer at four runs a game. I'll take the under, and I'll stick with the Twins because it's in mini. Uh, Just like last night, they'll find a way against the lowly Tigers. Jays and the Rays at the Trop. Gossman and Rasmussen, your starters, minus 134 for Toronto. This total is up to 7.5 from 7 earlier in the day. I actually took Gossman in this one and the Jays on the streets at the Trop in Tampa. Uh, Again, an under for me. Both these guys give up three runs a game. I'm going to go with Gossman over Rasmussen. I think the Jays have played uh, better baseball than the Rays. The Phillies took two out of three from the Braves in Philadelphia last week. Tonight, they start a series in Atlanta. Nelson against Spencer Strider. Some heavy lumber here. Minus 250 for the Braves at home. Eight and a half the total. I'm on Strider and the Braves and the under again. Here's a couple guys. Uh, Nelson under four. Strider under three. Uh, I'm going to go with Strider. I'm not looking for big strikeouts. I'm looking for the Braves to win the game. Cubs and the Cardinals in St. Louis. Thompson and Wainwright, minus 168 for the Redbirds. This total up to 8.5 from 8 earlier in the day. Thompson has been better than Wainwright this season, without a doubt. But I'm still on Wainwright every time he pitches. The key, as you know, is when he pitches at Bush in St. Louis, the guy's almost unbeatable. Boston and the Astros, Crawford and Javier, minus 215 for the Strohs, this total of eight. Yeah, the Astros are my number one play tonight uh, with Javier. I just am not buying the Red Sox going down there and pushing them around. I think the number will go over eight as well. These guys are too close to that number right now with both of their ERAs. I'll go with the Astros at home tonight at Minute Maid. Orioles pushed around the Rangers in Arlington last night. They'll look to do it again. Lyles and Howard, the starting pitchers, minus 124 for Texas, total eight and a half. Yeah, you know, I took Lyles and the Orioles uh, in this one. I think 
Perez might be going tomorrow night for Texas. I think he's their best pitcher. He wins. He's got nine wins, something like that. Your boy Howard, he's given up six runs a game. I like the over tonight and the Orioles. Royals and the White Sox again in Chicago. Keller and Lucas Giolito tonight. Minus 168 for the White Sox. This total, eight and a half. Again, I know that uh, Keller pitched well against the Yankees, but I just hate his numbers. And uh, all he does is lose. He doesn't win. Uh, He's got 11 losses. He gives up five runs a a game. So does Giolito. I like the over in the White Sox. I'm getting sick and effing tired of betting on the White Sox and losing money. I'm about done with them, honestly. I I have waited for this team to turn the corner and quit looking over their shoulder. Uh, They have been the biggest disappointment in baseball this summer, without a doubt. A's and the Angels in Anaheim tonight. Cole Irvin goes for the Athletics. As of now, Scotty, Noah Syndergaard is starting for the Angels, unless, of course, he gets traded uh, sometime in the next 53 minutes. His name has been thrown around. Minus 126 for the Angels, 7.5 the total. I got to tell you, I think it's a bigger story uh, about Syndergaard than it is who, who wins this crappy baseball game tonight. I will say I stuck with the A's and Irvin. Uh, even though Montas was supposed to go and now he's a Yankee, I'm going to stick with the A's. I think the story is this. I think Syndergaard, they should deal him right now because they got him and he has done nothing in Anaheim. He's been average, fair to Midland at best. He's 5-8. and eight. I, I'll give him this. He doesn't give up tons of runs. His ERA is 3-8. But I don't think Thor has done well with the Angels and I think it would behoove him to trade his ass. Game two for the Rockies and the Padres later on tonight at Petco. I will let you know, Rockies have a 2-0 lead in game number one uh, in the third inning right now as well, Scotty. I'm on San Diego uh, in the nightcap as well. Welcome all of our radio affiliates, Sirius XM Channel 159, Sports Map Radio Network, Sports Byline USA. Good to have you with us on Coast to Coast. And finally, Anderson for the Dodgers, Wood for the Giants, minus 148 for L.A., 7.5 the total in San Francisco. Yeah, I'm on the Dodgers and the under here. Anderson and Gonsolin, you know I bet on them every time they pitch. There you go. Tonight's baseball. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. I don't know how many times I got to say this. Get the BetMGM app. Download that puppy. You're going to love it. It'll be your best friend. You can bet 
$10 on any Major League Baseball game and win $200 if either team hits a home run. I mean, they hit home runs every inning in Major League Baseball. So, I mean, if you love the show, get the BetMGM app. Start betting baseball. 10 on any game, 200 if either team hits a homer. Use the bonus code MLBHR2022. That's MLB Home Run 2022 with our friends at BetMGM. I love them, Carver High, as you know. So, uh, now we get into some NFL news, and this was shocking today. A major story uh, early this afternoon broke out of Miami. Yes, and it, I thought it was uh, very interesting that the NFL chose today, of all days, uh, to release this information, maybe to get a little bit of talk away from the Deshaun Watson news that came down yesterday while we await if what Roger Goodell is going to do appeal-wise. The Dolphins, Scotty, will lose their first-round pick in 2023, a third-round pick in 2024 for violating the integrity of the game. This mostly stems from them having discussions with Tom Brady on two occasions, one when he was still a member of the, of the uh, Patriots, another when he was still a member of the Bucks, which of course he is right now, also discussing things with Sean Payton while he was still the head coach of the New Orleans Saints before he resigned earlier this year. Also that was in there, Scotty, was the part of that Flores said that Ross uh, was trying to get him to throw games. The NFL says they did not find substantial evidence to back those claims, uh, Ross has been suspended through October the 17th. Uh, what does that matter? And how about this, Scotty? They find the guy $1.5 million. That's like a $20 bill in that guy's wallet uh, to find him $1.5 million. You got that right, Mike. I mean, uh, just so people can catch up a little bit, A, this guy might very well be, you know, besides Jerry Jones, in my opinion, the wealthiest owner in professional sports. He owns literally almost every building in Manhattan. I mean, the guy's a real estate tycoon. He's not even, like the Dolphins are literally a toy to him. If he could, he would own the University of Michigan. He has a hair up his tuchus for Michigan like you have no idea. And the Dolphins to him are merely a, a toy. So let me explain something to you. At the end of the day, this is about next year's number one draft pick in the first round. No one cares about a 24 third rounder. No one, in my opinion, cares about that at all. I don't think it matters that he's suspended until October 17th. I mean, I've sat in his uh, suite with Haro at games. The guy's not even there. He doesn't care. He goes to some games. But at the end of the day, do you think that guy cares that he's going to miss a month of football or pay a tab of a billion and a half? He tried to steal Tom Brady and Sean Payton, and I adore his stones for trying it. I don't care about, I got to be honest, I laughed when I saw this story today. It was covered as though the guy killed somebody. You know, right. they treated it like he was a murderer. Uh, ESPN ran with it like they had literally kidnapped children and sold them to Russians. This guy tried to steal Tom Brady and Sean Payton, two very valuable assets in the NFL. I don't blame him. I would try it myself. And take a look at the NBA at every single team in the league tampering and trying to steal players. The Knicks are getting busted right now for it. The Sixers are getting busted for it. Who cares if the Dolphins tried to go for it? I like the fact that they went for it, to be honest with you. I think this has been blown out of proportion. Let me tell you something else. That lawsuit... Uh, by Brian Flores about racism matters way more than trying to prove that he was told to throw games. Well, look, this stuff uh, goes on all the time, all right? Whether you want to believe it or not, teams talking to players, coaches, this goes on all the time. The only reason why the Dolphins were caught here is because Flores told everybody that it happened. I mean, other than that, it got out in the open. And that's the only reason why right. the league 
had to step up and put sanctions down on the Dolphins because this stuff goes on all the time. Here's Ross's statement, Scotty. I thought it was pretty good. He doesn't like Brian Flores very much. Uh, the independent investigation cleared our organization on any issues related to tanking and all of Brian Flores's other allegations. As I have said all along, these allegations were false, malicious, and defamatory, and this issue is now put to rest he disagrees with the tampering, Scotty. But the most important thing is that there's no distractions for our team as we begin an exciting and winning season. I will not allow anything to get in the way of that. I, I got to tell you, I, I think the whole thing's hilarious. And believe me, you, uh, I told you before, it is brutally difficult to try to prove racism uh, mm -hmm. in, in this case. Uh, you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have to show me that, that that they can pull that off before I'll ever believe it. That's a tough pill to swallow or to even prove in a court of law. So uh, the bottom line is this: I think the Dolphins are loaded. I think they were a really good football team last year that, that somehow inexplicably did not make the playoffs after they won nine games in a row to end the season. They didn't make it. The Steelers got in. Fair enough. I think they're a sleeper team. I know everybody else's gift wrap the Bills for the Super Bowl in Glendale, just a walk in the park for the Bills, who have a notorious reputation of failing at the highest level of the playoffs. I think the Dolphins are a sneaky sleeper team for me. I've talked about them. I've talked about the Vikings, just sleepers that I think that could do something where everybody else says it's all over. The Bills are winning it. The division means nothing. They have no chance. You know, uh, you hear this. Uh, Kaplan, he'll come on and tell you that the Broncos are going to win it all because they got Russell Wilson. It's a done deal. That Western uh, division in the AFC is going to be brutal, and they've written off everybody. I think the Raiders are going to be better than anybody thinks they're going to be. They were already good last year. They gave the Bengals the best game in the playoffs of anybody. The Bengals, in my view, still to this day, I'll never accept it. They blew the Super Bowl. They blew it. They had the game. They blew it. Brian Flores uh, was also disappointed that the NFL minimized Ross wanting to tank games. I uh, felt that they left him off the hook for that. Tom Brady, of course, will not uh, be disciplined in the tampering probe. Uh, of course usually not. Takes, usually takes two to talk, uh, but Tom Brady will not be disciplined in the tampering probe. He's a probe, Teflon Don. And once again, all of this came out today to have people like us talk about this instead of talk about Watson while we wait for that uh, to get and finalized. That's so why. The NFL today <laughs> was on equal footing with the San Diego Padres because right. of this story. And tomorrow the NFL will take over baseball again with the Roger Goodell yes. verdict off of Sue Robinson's weak-ass six-game suspension that she handed down. I have to say, after 24 hours of sponging what she did and absorbing it, yeah, what a waste of time it was hiring her. I mean, all she had to do was throw the gauntlet down and give this guy 10 to a full season, and instead she patty-caked him six. She's weak ass. Swing and a miss, Sue. Nice job. Even your neighbors think you F this one up, and now everybody else does too. NFL will steal the headlines again tomorrow like they always do. Last thing I'll say. I think Brian Flores is a really good coach. He can help the Pittsburgh Steelers make their team better. I think he needs to focus on that now instead of being the biggest narc in the history of football. There you go. Tomorrow, uh, I will play for you some of the stuff from today. Stefanski, of course, Goodell has until Thursday morning at 9 a.m. That is the deadline to appeal the Watson ruling from Sue Robinson. I'm sure, Scotty, uh, more will happen between now and then. I, I still think he's uh, going to appeal it. I thought it was tomorrow, and what, what do I know? I can't keep track of all this excitement, keeping up with all these tampering charges and everything. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and 
starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We got a lot going on in Southern California today. Adam Kaplan will join us later from uh, the Chargers camp going on. Uh, in Lipstick City. Also in LA, our good friend Arash Markazi, of course, on Mightier 1090 uh, in San Diego. Uh, we haven't seen him since the Super Bowl in Lipstick City. It's good to see you, Arash. A lot going on today with the Padres. It truly is unbelievable what they have pulled off. And I mean, literally, from Hader all the way to Brandon Drury. I cannot fathom what they've done. And really, I mean, even the players that they sent to D.C. were very valuable young assets in their farm system, which is now broke after these deals. And then Luke Voigt, who probably isn't very happy, but I think in the end he will be. If he can rake in D.C., I think he could actually make a lot of money out of that deal because the team no longer has any stars or players of any substance or value. And I think if he hits a bunch of home runs the rest of the way, he might get himself a fat pay raise to be a big bat in D.C. for the next couple of years. Let's talk about the start of all this with Hayter. I couldn't even believe the Brewers gave Hayter to the Padres. And then from there, we'll get into Soto. Start with Hayter. What an amazing acquisition that was, and it kind of took a lot of people by surprise when you talk about one of the best closers in the game right now. Again, the Padres, a lot of people kind of sleep on the Padres because they're 12, 12 games back in the division. Forget about the division. It's not about the division. It's about the wild card race. And the reason that that's a surprise, the Padres are tied with Milwaukee in the wild card. So now you have a position where they have one of, and in, in my view, the best closer in the game. That's huge, Scotty. Come playoff time, come, come wild card time, having a closer like that. And again, to your point, a lot of people are talking about what this Padres team can do. Because again, you're talking about Juan Soto. But again, this is going to get some attention too coming up. Within the next 10 to 14 days, Scotty, Fernando Tatis Jr. is coming back. So you add that into the mix. Again, forget about the division. No one's talking about them winning the division. This is all about the playoffs. And, and again, this team is for real right now. Well, obviously, uh, I just think I will never understand what Milwaukee was thinking when they sit there with a three-game lead over the Cardinals in the Central and get rid of a, a left-handed closer that has been that dominant. Yesterday on the show, I questioned whether they knew something about his arm uh, that nobody else knew because the guy had two outings before, right at the break where he got, you know, walked off on, which you haven't seen in five years. And, and you start wondering, uh, why would they give him up? It makes no sense to me. Now today, the Padres pulled off the shocker, which everyone kind of smelled coming. There was a lot of possible interference by the Dodgers yesterday that they were in on it, but I don't think they were ever in on it. The Dodgers are so loaded they got five pitchers coming off the IL within the next week that's going to make them even tougher. The division's already over. But can you fathom that Padre lineup now with Soto, with Manny Machado, and Tatis coming back, and frankly, uh, you know, Drury hitting on the left side now. I mean, and they've already got guys that can produce. That is the most dangerous lineup 
outside of the Yankees to me in baseball. Exactly. And Scotty, you know, when we first got on this uh, show together two years ago, when the mightier Ted 90 started, if you remember, still kind of in the height of the pandemic, you have the Dodgers and the Padres playing in the postseason, but no fans in attendance. All the games were in Texas. Scotty, we're in a position right now that over the next couple of years, and it could begin this season, where you have two of the best teams in the National League, and again, two of the, two of the top four right now, playing in a surf rider series again you got that train connecting those two towns it's like a, a, a two-hour uh, drive we've never seen this kind of uh you know both teams like in contention usually it's the dodgers or the padres but now when you look at what they've done juan soto fernando tatis jr manny machado what those series will will be like again i think it could happen as soon as this year but when you look at Juan Soto, he signed for the next couple of years. I mean, that's what makes this trade so big, Scotty. 23 years old, top five players and top five player. And it's not he's in a contract year. He signed for the next couple of years. And again, they gave up a haul to get him, but they had to. They remember what happened a year ago. They thought that Max Scherzer deal was done. The Dodgers swooped in. Preller's totally fine. He said, we're going to get our guy. And they got their guy. I mean, this guy, uh, you're looking at three Octobers with Soto at the very least. I said earlier today, Arash, that at the end of the day, he turned down $440 million in D.C. And I think there was some substance to the fact that the ball club stinks and he saw no hope there. And I also believe that he can make over a half a billion dollars in San Diego. Now, my question to you is, at the end of the day, Let's say two years from now, who's the guy that's going to get screwed over? Earlier, I suggested it would be Manny. I think Manny has been the best day-to-day -day player earning his keep in San Diego, bar none. He has earned every penny of that contract, whereas Tatis has been injured for a year and a half now. And he hasn't earned a nickel of that contract that they gave him, if you ask me. Soto's the best player in baseball. At the end of the day, how does that owner have three players that he's paying over a billion dollars to, and then how do you keep the lights on, keep the ice cream cold? It's incredible. I mean, I mean, I think really in a sleepy town, and I know I'm going to get some flack for that, but quite frankly, this is a sleepy town. And unless you put a championship contender on the field, you're not going to draw. I mean, those Dodgers-Padres games, it feels like you're in Chavez Ravine. The, the, the thing is they have to find a way to put a World Series team. And this city will get behind a contending team. And they appreciate the fact that this team is trying to win. They are trying to contend. Which guy gets a kind of like locked out of in that situation? I agree with you, Scotty. I think it'll be Machado, but they got some time here. And this is why I love this trade for the Padres. Let's say, you know, two years go by. And for whatever reason, this team is not a contender. They have not won. You can flip one or more of these guys and kind of just say, hey, listen, we tried. They are doing more than trying, though, Scotty. I mean, three of the best players, in my view, and I agree with you, the best player. And again, this is so rare. We really do have to appreciate what happened to you. You will very rarely get one of, if not the best player at 23 years old, signed for two more years. You will never see a guy like that traded, and that just happened. And I don't believe any player that goes to uh, Los Angeles or San Diego ever wants to leave there once they play there, even if the team stinks. Living in San Diego is the most pristine place to live in America. And I guarantee you, Luke Voigt's wife is crying right now that she's moving to D.C. with all those corrupt politicians. I'd live in San Diego if they were 30 games under 500 and didn't draw 10,000 fans. But I'm telling you, the money blows my mind. They just gave Musgrove yesterday $100 million. Where is all this money coming from? Listen, a lot of it's TV money, a lot of it's money coming from the fact of the matter is, Scotty, at the end of the day, you need to draw. You need to be one of these teams that's always going to sell out. And, it, and the fact is that they have not. This is one of those towns where I, I do appreciate this. We get knocked a lot in Southern California for being a fair weather town. That's fine. But at the end of the day, 
Here's the thing. If you put a contender on the field and on the court, we will show up. We will show out. We will support you. And, Scotty, I know you've been there. Petco Park, one of the best ballparks in baseball in terms of, you know, you know, you can drink, uh, like, right outside. You can have a good time. You're connected yeah. to, to the hotels. It's going to be incredible. This is sort of let's see what happens because at the end of the day, if they're not going to win – I promise you, they're not going to give Juan, Juan Soto, uh, you know, a, a $500 million contract if they do not win. You know, you're right. The gas lamp is fantastic. I have partied there a million times. <laughs> I've been to a million games. I love it. Like, uh, I think PNC and Petco are the two best ballparks in the majors for my money. The most fun, the most beautiful, the most scenic. Um, I, I love it. And so my question to you is this. They never get it done. They've been twice. They failed miserably. They never get it done. It is time to shed the skin and win a World Series. You cannot have this team, this lineup, this pitching staff. Like today they went out, they're blowing a fart. Darvish getting his ass beat by the Rockies, (laughs) and they're one of the worst teams in baseball. They have got to win the World Series within this three-year window or the whole thing. I got to tell you, the stones on this guy, Preller, I got to give him credit. He's got <laughs> massive kahunas. No doubt about it. And, Scotty, if they do win, this is a one-team town, right? They lost the, the uh, Chargers. They appreciate that the Padres are not just here, but that the Padres are going for it. They're trying to win a World Series. So the way that this city will embrace them and party if they win, but you're right, this is a window, and they have a set time for this window. It is a three-year window. They have to find a way to do it. But it, it is, right? You, you like the, the Chargers find a way to screw it up. The Clippers find a way to screw it up. And the Padres usually find a way to screw it up. So can they finally do that? Can they shed that curse or whatnot and find a way to not only get to the World Series, but, Scotty, win the World Series? I mean, the Dodgers flat out own them. And that's just all there is to it. It's like how the Lakers own the market. It doesn't matter how good the Clippers are. Do you believe that the Dodgers still beat the Padres? Yeah, there's no doubt about it. If it comes down to pitching, you talked about it. Not only are they strong right now, they're getting reinforcements. So the Dodgers, again, 12-game lead in the division. They're going to win the division. I think they, if they don't win the World Series, they get to the World Series. Not this year. This is not the Padres here. I love you, Ramaz. Great to see you. Love Say hi to everybody at 1090 for me. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. He's unequaled by his peers. Adam Kaplan is our NFL insider. He's in Costa Mesa, California today at the Chargers training camp. And it is so beautiful there and sunny. They actually have uh, an intern holding an umbrella over his head right now so that he doesn't get a sunburn because he has very, very white skin. And he's very concerned about getting uh, the dreaded... uh, (laughs) It's the heat rash you get, the heat itch. It's the sunburn heat itch 
that will uh, hell's itch, they call it. He doesn't want any part of that as he travels around NFL training camps. But let's start with the news today out of Miami and the problems for the Dolphins, Stephen Ross and his colleagues that run the Dolphins, some of his partners like Beal that were involved in this mess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for, okay, so we know we, we know that the Dolphins are going to lose two draft picks, right? Violation of tampering policy, the anti-tampering policy, and also the integrity of the game. And I can tell you from my first time I ever reported on any of these things was, gosh, when uh, in terms of integrity of the game, I, I had a tampering scoop when I worked for Fox that the uh, the Lions tampered with the Chiefs, and that was a minor tampering charge. They, they lost a late-round pick. But this is really serious for real. When you look at this situation, Stephen Ross, go back to 2011, when behind Tony Sperano's back, he interviewed Jim Harwell, the, the then Stanford head coach, didn't tell Sperano, was still under contract, and, and interviewed in an airplane hangar in the San Francisco area, the, the Palo, uh, Palo Alto area, and he interviewed Harbaugh behind Sperano's back. So you know he, he he's going to do sneaky stuff. Then Ross tampered when Brady was still a quarterback with the Patriots, a team that in his division, okay, in his division that the NFL found in their six-month investigation. And then he also, and by the way, the same agent, Don Yee, you, you can't get in any trouble. He's allowed to do what he wants. But also did it again. And also with Sean Payton back in January, he talked to Don Yee or his inter inter inter, 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 inter intermediary did uh who works for the dolphins and this is the problem as you were alluding to it's people work for him in, in the back channel talks and also just doing it uh right there out in the open and the problem is the league knew for years that there was a connection because of the, the michigan connection ross and brady michigan alums right and now you you have this out there and they had to do something and they nailed him for it two draft picks now he's getting fined. He can't be around the team for a series of months. But there was a six-month investigation done on this. And there had been rumors about Ross trying to get Brady in there. It could have been as a player, as a quarterback still, if he wanted to play, as a minority owner. And the, the league nailed him on this stuff. And you do wonder, though, because remember now, Brady's going to be a broadcaster when he's done uh, with Fox. But the fact of the matter is, this has been going on behind back channels and the, the league found out about it and, and nailed him for it. And we basically surmised that they found out about it because of uh, Brian Flores, who uh, started uh, leaking all this stuff that uh, they were asking him to tank and throw games. And they found no evidence of that. And also uh, he's accused them of racism and other teams mm -hmm. and I'd like to know your feeling on where everything stands for Flores now. He's a coach with the Steelers, but today he got thrown back a few yards by this news that they found no evidence of any of that. And then Ross went out and bragged about it afterwards with a press release. And I will say this earlier today, I said, if Stephen Ross had his druthers, he'd buy the University of Michigan. I mean, this guy, the Dolphins to him are like a toy. He's got so much money. He owns 90% of the real estate in New York City. This guy's a tycoon. He does whatever he wants. He's not afraid of the NFL. That's exactly. why he went after Brady and Sean Payton. There's no question about it. And, and by the way, and this is the problem that, that teams have talked to already have on this. It's the second point in the league statement about how Ross, okay, talks, you, talk, you brought up Brian Flores, how they found out with their information that he never said to tank. He talked about they wanted to have the focus on next year's draft and not so much what was going on this season. Well, you you could say that because they had different accounts in the, the information that, there was, that, that they gathered in the right. investigation. But Flores clearly thought or felt that he was told to go, hey, it could, it, it could benefit us if you tank, if you try to lose. Now, the league felt, and they're, they're not documenting anything on this, that Ross was not trying to tank. But if you imply, let's – Let's just try to concentrate on next year. What are you saying? What are you saying? That's exactly what it is. You don't have to say tamper. I mean, you don't have to say tank. But if you're saying let's concentrate more on next year, what does it say? 
and saying that <laughs> we don't want to win. Uh, so where Obviously. does Obviously. where does and I know that today isn't the issue in terms of the race allegations, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it. Like, where does he stand now with his chances of succeeding there where he's already failed here? First of all, he's not going to settle. Flores has made it very clear he will not settle with the NFL. The NFL will like to go through an arbitration. He's not going to do that, and that's where it's at here. So the bottom line is Flores felt the way he felt. He has not changed his mind on that. Uh, based on some of the opportunities he thought he was going to get, and he thought uh, how the, the Dolphins handle their situation. It's still a problem. There's no doubt about it for Brian Flores, is, by the way, is an assistant with the Steelers, and he wants to be a head coach again. So let me ask you this question. Sean Payton allegedly, in, in within the last week, has basically, in not so many words, said, yeah, I'm going to get back in at some point. And there was some flurry of stories of which teams he'd be interested in going to at what level adam does he become tampering central if he's already been tampered with by ross who isn't going to be thinking about trying to get sean payton to be their next head coach when black monday rolls around next year first of all we all know for real that he maintains a close relationship. He's known Jerry Jones for years. He used to work there, as we know. Right. That is the long rumored, if it doesn't work out for Mike McCarthy, that he would take over there. But the fact of the matter is, people who are close to Sean Payton, who I've spoken with, said he definitely will coach again. But they would not go to say he would coach next year in 2023. He's doing, obviously, media work this year. And then they'll see about 23. But he's going to coach again. This is not a Bill Cowher situation, comparatively. Where Cowher was done family issues and want to get to be around his kids more. This is different. Peyton is a coach who wants to coach again someday, people tell me, but he's not going to coach this season. We know that. Let me ask you this question. What are your thoughts on Tom Brady? Can you imagine being Tom Brady and playing for uh, Kraft and Belichick in New England and getting that phone call uh, at his house, wherever, driving in his car, of these conversations with Ross? Then he goes to Tampa and the phone rings again and he has the same conversations where the guy literally is throwing ownership pieces at him. And today he's vindicated of all of it saying nothing's going to happen to Tom Brady. Can you imagine being Tom Brady and having teams tampering with you at every stop along his career? And, and the way these usually go, Pharrell, not just with Brady, but with coaches, you go through inner, 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 you know, uh, the middleman, like we, we call it, you know, Inter right. intermediary. Yeah, got, you know, like a middleman. So the fact of the matter is when you use a middleman, you usually don't get caught. But when they when they get when they gather evidence and information, the direct calls from Ross to Brady or the middleman, you can't have that. You, you, and, and this is what the league did. I mean, this is what they've done here. And I, I do wonder. And you just brought it up in the future. What happens if Brady wants to continue to play? Do they keep calling as you're talking about it? Just it's it's unbelievable, man. It's it's unbelievable that this has happened, and they're lucky it wasn't worse. I mean, you, they've lost two future picks, a first rounder next year, and a third rounder, which we should mention in 2024. It could have been way worse when the league talks about the, the integrity of the game. Yeah, I think next year's uh, draft pick loss is substantial. I can live with the third rounder at some level over this, and I know Ross. Um, I've been in his suite with. Haro. I know that he'll get over this because of the amount of money this guy got. He doesn't care what anybody thinks of him. He is ruthless. Let me ask you now, you've been at the Rams camp, the Super Bowl champs. Yep, yep. Now you've spent the day with the Chargers. One wins titles, has been in Super Bowls. The other one is a notorious failure along the way. What's the difference between the two camps that you notice most glaringly as you spend the days with each? Yeah, it's a great question. I was with the Rams yesterday. In fact, that got brought up just in terms of the expectations and now dealing with winning a Super Bowl. And what they said is, look, we, we, I was talking to someone very high from the Rams, and we were talking about, hey, you, you now have won this. And they, were, they brought up what happened before 2017, all the struggles. Okay, the move, obviously, from, from St. Louis to, to Los Angeles and trying to get a fan base because now we have two teams here and just trying to find a way to keep things going. And then they win, 
Don't forget, though, in 2018, they made the Super Bowl. And, and they, they what this person high up in, in their personal office said that they learn not to take things for granted. And they don't they, look, they expect to be very good, but they're not talking about just being good. They want to be great. And that's the key right. here. But two things have happened here, which are very important to note with the Rams. Matthew Stafford and that right elbow, talking to them right. privately, they're going to monitor this. And look, they, they weren't going to give them a, a lot of practice reps. And then Van Jefferson, uh, Sean Jefferson's son, longtime NFL receiver, now one of the best receiver coaches. He had surgery today on his, his knee, which I'm told it locked up on him a couple days ago. And what I'm also told is that it's more of a cartilage issue. And their hope is that he can come back early in the season. And, and the source that I spoke with said, not guaranteed, although Sean McVay has got some optimism it could happen. This is bad. This is their third receiver. And right now they've got issues at the wide receiver position due to injury. Well, how far off is OBJ? And remember, he's come back from the torn ACL, which happened earlier this year, back in January. So the hope is by October, he'll be ready to go. And remember, they do want to bring him back. But my, my, my understanding is Ben Skoranek, who was a seventh rounder last year from Notre Dame, he'll take over that third receiver role. But look for Tyler Higby, Tyler Higby, number 89 at tight end, to have a much better role uh, until Jefferson returns. Okay, so uh, you're with the Chargers, and uh, this yep. guy, Herbert, gets glowing rave reviews from everyone. What's it like watching him a couple of years in now to see how he commands the team? He looks awesome. He looks great, and he's healthy, too. This is a healthy team, knock on wood. But one funny, I was talking to someone high up in the personnel office who said, hey, listen, because I asked him about the defense. He goes, hey, we had, quote, money to spend, and they've done that. And that was the big issue last year, Pharrell, why they didn't make the playoffs, why they lost to the Raiders in the last regular season game. Defense wasn't good enough. You bring in Khalil Mack, Kyle Vannoy, J.C. Jackson at corner, the best free agent corner out here. They are stacked in that AFC West, which is going to be very, very competitive. But you're all over Russell Wilson and the Broncos. I love my favorite player on that team is Mike Williams. I think he's a badass, and they need to throw up top to him more. You know how I feel about throwing to big receivers that are tall that can go upstairs. And number three receiver, Josh Palmer, who's headed for a breakout season. They absolutely love it. It was a third rounder last year out of Alabama. Wow, I can't wait to see how they do. Uh, Do you expect them to challenge the Broncos? I got 15 seconds. I do, but they're going to be a wild card. But, hey, the Broncos just suffered a bad injury to Tim Patrick, uh, who signed a contract extension last year at wide receiver. That is bad. That's one of the starting receivers on the outside. Listen, put the 50 sunblock on, Adam. I'm very concerned about you with all this sun you're <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. I know the fans are disappointed. No Pharrell finish today because of the trade deadline. We're going to give you uh, deals instead. And one thing I wanted to say, it looks like Thor won't be going down to Laguna Niguel for those Wells Fargo lunches and book readings on the water anymore, Carver High. Because now he's going to go down to the stinky water in Philadelphia. 
Uh, that's it. Stinky water in Philadelphia. A lot of trades here. About three minutes till the deadline in baseball. Noah Syndergaard goes to the Philadelphia Phillies. So the Angels send Syndergaard back to the National League East, where, of course, Scotty, he will face his old team, the Mets, quite a bit. He will not start for the Angels tonight. A couple more that just went down. The Yankees send Jordan Montgomery to the St. Louis Cardinals for outfielder Harrison Bader. Oh, I uh, love so Bader. Bader to the Yankees. Yes, Bader, uh, a little different element. Uh, not a bopper like a lot of guys in the Yankee lineup. That should be very interesting. Also, the Twins added another pitcher, Scotty. Once again, they didn't shop uh, for the big market, guys, but they got Michael Fulmer from the Tigers. Uh, so... <laughs> So Fulmer and Molly, Fulmer doing? and Molly were the I'm going to go do Molly uh, right the... now. <laughs> uh, so there you go. So a bunch of deals, even more uh, coming in. The Mets acquired Michael Givens, uh, reliever. That just came through. Uh, there was talk that the Yankees were close to getting Robin Pablo Givens. Lopez from the Marlins. That apparently is not going to happen. Bader, by the way, Scotty, currently on the IL with plantar fascia. You know uh, all about that. Uh, uh, the Yankees wanted better defense in center. They want to get Judge out of center, so the plantar fascia uh, there for him. Uh, he will be back fasciitis soon. Fasciitis is so the that worst. Is... Oh, the pain. I, I'm, I'm bent over right now thinking about it. Remember I had to, I used to do my entire radio show for four hours with the roller nodules on my feet and yes. plantar yes. fascia. I'd rather have an ex-wife Honestly, those are the worst. Uh, we will double up on the Ferrella finish tomorrow. Great show today, yes. Carver High. GTD is next. Good night, everybody. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.